Hello and welcome to the Radiant Soul podcast with your host, Shirley. Did you forget just how amazing, beautiful and powerful you are, my love? Did you forget how innately worthy, deserving and lovable you are and how infinitely abundant and rich you are as a soul living right now in this moment? It's okay. We live in a world where we are constantly bombarded with messaging and marketing that tells us we are lacking, incapable, or not enough. This is the podcast to disrupt that pattern. We're going to bulldoze some beliefs and behaviors that don't serve us, and we're going to remind you just how perfect, whole, and awesome you are right now, helping you live your best life with full agency and remembrance of why you are here. I'm Shirley, a lifelong dedicated radiant soul, and I'll be your host as we journey deep and have fun learning how to live a radiant soul life that is your best life. But first, I wish to acknowledge, and please forgive any mispronunciation, that this podcast is being recorded in my home in Montreal, also known as Teotiake, which lies on unceded indigenous lands and waters, which the Kanyenkahaka nation is recognized as the custodians. And I honor them, this land, and my ability to bring this podcast to you from here. Thank you for joining me, and let's dive into today's episode. Hi, welcome to today's episode of the Radiant Soul Podcast. Today I want to talk about God. Because <laughs> it's a very controversial subject, to say the least. And if everything is God and we are God and all is one, then how do we reconcile, like, you know, religious God and... And for those that have come from a religious background and maybe turn their back on it, um, there's there's a lot of contention. There's a lot of sort of ickiness around around that. And there's many questions that come up. You know, like how can how can everything be God if there's bad in the world, and how can everything be love if there's so much pain and destruction? And what is God to me? And also like this belief that like God is this really patriarchal judgmental man in the sky and I just want to debunk some of this because one of the keys to understanding like our God self our radiant soul God self and coming from that place is to really make peace with God and one of the things that you know that comes up is the sort of the language and the word God and it being very masculine now in actual fact it isn't necessarily masculine but by adding the word goddess it genderizes God it turns God into a opposite of goddess and so then there was the then there's these two opposing genders um but actually God is as non-binary as you get (laughs) and one of the ways that you can tap into this is just by being in very present awareness and being in a state of peace and calm and awareness and noticing and feeling those really subtle sensations in your body, feeling those really subtle sort of tingles or vibrations of energy like can you feel the energy that's running through your body and if you can and I suggest you do this as a practice multiple times you know 
in a week or a day if you want like just go and do it like that energy that vibration that's that very subtle but once you notice it it's like not subtle it's really there that energy and vibration that is what God is and I'm going to use the word God because I think it's about time we sort of claim God back from religion and claim God as everything and all is and it's a very universal word it's a very um, international word that sort of all around the world all around the globe is is kind of recognized as there is an understanding of God being an ultimate power and it's not that like God is a person like it's very hard not to humanize or personalize God because that's not what it is at all it just is very easy to do that because as humans we want to latch on to that and you know and that sort of in the bible where it says um we are made in the image of god so we automatically assume oh god must look like me god must be a, a human a man in the sky and that's not what it is at all what that means is we are a vibrational frequency of energy we are a vibrational frequency of creativity and and the potency and intelligence and and love and desire for expansion behind all of that that is God's state that is you know and I actually like the words God's state it's it's God's self it's God's state because that's what God is it's a vibrational energy of creation it is a vibrational intelligence that runs through absolutely everything like there is no thing on this planet on this in this galaxy in this cosmos in in the in the whole of creation in all of creation that isn't vibrationally intelligent and god that it isn't a force of nature a force of life like life itself like that is what god is and so when i talk about god on my podcast like that's what i'm referring to i'm referring to complete infinite intelligence and energy that is in everything and runs through everything and if you can really like start to feel into that and focus on the vibration you can feel and just doing a really small little meditation of just feeling those tingles in your body, those sensations, that vibrational energy, and then taking your awareness outside of your outside of your skin into your aura and like into that little interaction between your skin and the outside world and feeling that vibration feeling that sense of change in density change in in frequency change in just subtleness and you'll be able to really start to feel god presence in and around you through you and in all of the objects and you can start to see it and you can start to invite in like noticing just invite in the notion of like you know, show me the vibration. And it's been proved in quantum physics that everything is a vibration. I mean, technically, I could put my hand through my table and the table wouldn't be there. Like there is, the, you know, the matter is actually so much energy, it's not actually matter. Like we are something like 99% energy in space. 
<laughs> it's like, it's crazy. But we so believe the 3D dimensional programming, the 3D dimensional sort of density of it. And we buy into that because that serves us as a playground for our imagination, for our for our creativity, our God self to literally live in 3D form and have these experiences and have this playground to be in. I mean, I was literally in a meditation last night um, and was doing a sort of I am awareness meditation. And the thought suddenly came to me because I'd completely sort of let go of all physicality of my body, my senses, everything. And so it was just completely in a state of pure awareness. And this thought came through to me that like, oh, like how boring. <laughs> there's there's nothing to there's nothing to touch, feel, see, sense, taste, like play with, mal like um what's the word? Like it's not malleable. And I realized that like we are spirit beings I've always known that and I've always had a very deep connection to that and kind of always wondered like why on earth would I choose this physical life why why on earth would I want to come to earth and I hear many many light workers and people that play in the spiritual field say the same things or you know I wish I could go back to spirit but you know last night I was very acutely aware that being in physical form on a physical planet, having a physical experience is like a playground for our soul, a playground for our spirit, a playground for our God self to create through us, to to experience through us, to enjoy through us. And we're so busy sort of living in this struggle and this sort of belief that we are disconnected and that we are not God and that we are separate from God, and that we have somehow sinned and ended up thrown out of the Garden of Eden. And really, like, Eden is here, heaven is here. We're already living in it, and we're just so busy trying to change it, get out of it, you know, what's the word, manipulate it to our advantage because we think that we're disconnected from it. We think we are separate from it. And we're not at all. We are like a whole living microbiome organism part of it. We are a breathing, living being that is part of it and and is a creator of it. You know, and one of the things I've been working with with the group I'm working with at the moment on um, the Radiant Soul Journey is really sort of attuning into that creator space by, you know, really looking at our desires and what we desire. And then, you know, I was doing, creating a meditation for them and I channeled that there was, you know, there was this space in between often that we see of ourselves and then what we want and it's always separate from us. And then in the meditation, it's like takes you into the liminal space, into that space in between as awareness. And when you stand there, like, and and through the meditation that I channeled, like, it was really obvious that not only are we the creator of our desires, we're the creator of believing that outside of us. We are the creator of not feeling we deserve them, not feeling we can have them. We are the creator of the gap. And and we're the creator of the desire. Like we are literally 
holding that desire and putting it outside of us. And when we can learn to sort of really tap into our God self and really know that we are already connected, like we don't need to reconnect. You never were disconnected. You never ever were disconnected. You just believed a story and a narrative of that. So it's not even like there's this great big journey to get back to to God's self, to get back to knowing your innate connection to all that is, because you're already connected. It's just taking the time to stop and feel it, taking the time to stop and see it and notice it. And that's what I want to talk about with God, because, you know, I mean, I grew up in a church, right, where I had no idea about what God really was. I, I, it was a very Christian, you know, and it was a happy, clappy sort of modern church, but there was no, there was no connection there to this almighty being because, again, it always felt like God was this, you know, bearded man in the sky casting judgments. And it wasn't until I went clubbing for the first time and danced to trance music and 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 felt the beat like the music the beat moving through me and went into that trance state I mean they don't call it trance ambience for nothing it was like, I mean I'm a 90s child right whether well, I was a 90s uh partier <laughs> I don't know <laughs> anyway I'm old <laughs> so I grew up partying to like dance ambient trance techno music and and the states I would get into with that music and other things too we can all understand and guess what those are but that was when I realized what God was like that was when I first felt God because I remember just feeling so connected so in the moment so in a state of bliss and that's what God is and it's just really pure beautiful state and it's in an everything so like people say you know well how can how can the bad things in the world be God but when you so I have two answers to this question um let me get my thoughts together (sighs) when you see God in everything you automatically start to see the good in everything you start to see not not spiritual bypassing or like you know whitewashing or whatever it's not painting a but like rosy picture but it's seeing the blessings in what is happening it's it's being able to kind of see that through this something else can come and with without this contradiction like we wouldn't know what we actually wanted we wouldn't know what we actually desired so if you if you always had good health like how would you ever know it was good health how would you ever know what felt vibrant what felt alive um one of the other things like that came up was a conversation in my class that I was running and a woman asked about cancer and if you if you see cancer as an external thing 
and something separate of you, then it does become the enemy. And the language used around cancer is always like, you know, we must battle the fight against cancer, win the war against cancer, like nuke all those bastards or whatever. Like it's, it's literally warfare with an enemy. But that cancer is part of you. That cancer has come from cells that are in and of you. And if you look at a cancer cell, like there's, there's two things I want to talk about here. Um, are kind of related like firstly that cell all cells have something called contact inhibition that kind of stops like as they're growing they meet another cell and they stop growing because they have contact and then the inhibition stops the growth a cancer cell has lost its contact inhibition and so in one respect it thinks it's separate from the whole so the cell has become instantly separate from the whole. And it's like wanting to create. It's wanting to create the world and everything around it. And so it, it carries on expanding. It carries on creating. And then what that does is because it's separate from the whole, it kind of takes from the body, it takes from cells around it and, and literally starts to kill off the body around it in an attempt to survive because it thinks it is separate from the whole. I mean, can we see how humans do that? I think we can. I think we can very evidently look in our society, you know, even over the past hundred years and see multiple examples of humans doing this, disconnected from the whole and believing that we have to like literally take, take, take from everywhere. And the other thing is, it's like, it's also could be seen as like this, you know, the human has almost given up living life and creating and like the cell has took it upon itself to do that for the life force within the human. And so when you start to sort of decode things and start to see things how they really are and realize that like this is part of you that feels so disconnected from the whole that it's willing to kill itself in order to survive, like it's a complete anomaly in some ways and it's and it's desperately trying to have this creative life force move through it and and live it because there is so much repression or suppression in the actual life force of the person like you then start to see how it is God because it's 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 like trying to continue creation it's trying to continue survival it's trying to Give your spirit, your life force an opportunity and an and growth and a knowing that it's out of alignment. You are disconnected, like come back to self, come back to home, come back to wholeness with God. And and so that's just one example, right? You know, and I remember in the case of a woman was saying there was one woman who she was having treatment with who was, in her words, she said, full of cancer and she literally would put a sort of blanket over her head when she had her treatment and and just imagine herself like one with God and I said well yeah because she was full of God like full of you know all you have to do is exchange the word full of cancer with full of God and that woman actually made a complete recovery and like this isn't this isn't medical advice, right? I'm not giving this as medical advice. I do have a homeopathic training and background, but I, you know, I do not take any of this as medical advice. But it is spiritual advice. It is, it is how energy 
works in the body, how disease works. And, and all of the troubles in the world that we see and all of the disharmony and all of the pain generally comes from people who are disconnected, who feel disconnected. Sorry, they're not, they're not actually disconnected because it's impossible. <laughs> You can't like you can't have one tree that's not connected to it all, but they feel and believe there is a disconnect, and they believe they are separate, and they believe they must go out and get what they need to be whole, without realizing they're already part of the whole. And that's that's what coming back to God is. That's what being in God's self is, is coming back to the whole, coming back to who you are in your innate birth essence as a creative life force, of creative part of life that is part of a like microbiome of all of life. I mean, literally, your body is teeming with... <laughs> other life like there are bacteria there are fungi there are all sorts of things that live in the microsystem of your body and and we are we are just so connected like it's exactly the same with all around us there is no disconnect so if I'm to harm someone else all I'm doing is harming myself and the thing is that allows that to happen is our own complete belief in in being separate from God, our own belief in being separate from the whole, all that is. And so just a really simple meditation is just closing your eyes and really feeling, tapping into that very subtle presence of energy that flows in your body and then taking your attention further out, like where your body interacts with something else and can you feel the subtleties in vibration, the subtleties in energy. And that's like that's God. That's everywhere. It's love light particles. I mean, pretty much everything is light, right? I mean, it's, it's like energy and light. <laughs> that's what lights up the world. So when people say love light, you know, and wash everything with love light. Yes, there is a propensity to do that. And, and, and it's easy to kind of not do the depth of this work and kind of just go yeah I'm really happy when I'm not like no if you're not feeling happy if you're if you're grieving if you're sad if you're angry like allow that to be like that is God too expressing itself that is an expression of the one and often we can channel you know especially people who are more adept at this can channel great emotions that are collective through our bodies I know I for one can and it really is a powerful process of healing the collective, right? Because we are all one. And it's about not judging anything. Like God doesn't judge anything because God is everything. So it's like judging oneself. And we do that because we believe we're separate. But we have never been separate. We have never been anything other than God as a whole living, breathing energetic creative life force that permeates everything and so that's God that I talk about not religious God not God attached to any kind of religion sometimes I'll use bible references or other texts too you know and and but sometimes because 
with religion, what has happened is people have tapped into some of these truths and then created sort of a, you know, a religion based around them, but there is still this distortion. But the pure essence has never changed. The pure essence of God is just like this continuous line through everything. I mean, I'm literally watching um, the recording, the voice recording on this of me talking and it's got the line and every time I talk, it makes little things up and down. And, and yet this line is through everything. It's through everything I've said. It's continuous. And, and, and that is God. Like there is no part of us that is not God. And there's no work to do to come back home to that other than acknowledge it. Just like we have to let go of everything that we believe that stops that. We have to let go of the belief we are separate. Because even when you believe you're separate and you're trying to get back to God, you're still creating an illusion of separateness, right? The great, you know, paradox of like desperately trying to fix something in the world but in order to fix something in the world, you have to have a problem to fix it. And so you're continuously in this like loop of like not being able to fix the problem because you keep creating the problem so that you can keep fixing it. And it's just wind that back and come back to wholeness. Like nothing's outside of you. There's nothing to fix. There's no, there's nothing like to separate you from the whole because you are already separate. No, I got that wrong. <laughs> There's nothing to separate you from the whole because you are already connected. <laughs> How many of you were listening and caught up on that? I'm gonna, I, sh I was going to edit it out and I was like, no, I'm going to leave it in. See how many of you listened. Like you are already connected. And you are already God. And when you are reminded and live from that state, then you don't do dickass things in the world. Because why would you? Like, why would you hurt yourself? You go out in the world and you create magic and wonder and love and light and compassion and, and beautiful things because you're connected and you're whole and you, you don't lack anything. You're not lacking anything. And so even when you're looking in your, you know, in your immediate world and thinking you're lacking, it's an illusion and it's a, it's a false belief that you have about the situation. And what you might find when you start sort of really learning to see God in that situation and learning to love the absence of what you think it is, you know, the learning that comes through that, the gifts, the blessings, because they're all there, like literally hidden in plain sight. They are all there. And when you just drop the ego, drop the need to be separate it's literally like the best harvest in the world it's like literally being able to harvest everything all of the hard stuff and all of the beautiful stuff and then there becomes no separation between good and bad difficult and hard because everything is this blessing I'm going to leave you with that um, I hope this has made sense I might talk more about, I think I will be talking more about this. Um, but remember, you're not separate. You are whole. You are complete. You are all is one. And I love you. Bye.
To find out more about how to work with me, then visit soulartbyshirley.com where you can find out about commissioning your very own uniquely channeled Radiant Soul painting. Purchase soul art and prints directly from the art shop or join one of my courses. And if you love this podcast, then please share with your friends, leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you won't miss another episode. Plus, as a thank you for leaving a review, take a screenshot of your posted review and send it to soulartbyshirley at gmail.com to receive a free copy of your Radiant Soul Hypnosis. Thank you for listening to the Radiant Soul Podcast. And as always, I love you.